Welcome to Pivot Talks with PC. My name is Pauline Caballero, and we're talking change. It isn't coming. It's here. Awesome. Hey, you guys, I'm so excited to be here today on Pivot Talks and to speak with one of our local entrepreneurs. So for those of you that don't know, I live in the greater Toronto area, which is in Ontario. I live near Toronto, but actually have a business that is, um, I mean, it's basically not my business, is a, a lady by the name of Vanetta, who you've heard on this podcast before. It's her business. And she is the biggest fan of my guest today, Nikki Gray. So Nikki, welcome so much for joining us today. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me, Pauline. I've listened to a bunch of your podcasts, so I'm also a very big fan. And I'm a giant fan of Vanetta as well. So this is just the best. Thank you for having me. I love it. You know, it's interesting in a world where so often we're, um, we're tearing people down or picking them apart. We were kind of just talking about this even, you know, uh, before the show started, even just, uh, you know, the cyber and online bullying that's happening. It's really inspiring to start to see and support our, our local entrepreneurs and, and really women. And um, I thought maybe we could start off just by you giving us a little bit of about who you are and what you're up to today. Well, I'm Nikki Gray, and I'm a new resident of Canada. I'm from New Jersey. So I found my way to Canada about two years ago. I immigrated at the young age of 25. And everyone's probably thinking, like, why would this girl from, like, New Jersey, New York City come to Canada? Um, I met the love of my life very unexpectedly on a bachelorette trip in Cancun, Mexico. And I dropped my whole life. And I moved to Canada and I restarted. So I moved here and I went through the permanent residency process, which I'm sure a lot of people are lucky enough not to know about that process. <laughs> when you immigrate, they leave out that you can't work or travel or do anything that makes you you for about a year. And for me, it was well over a year. So I moved here from working in New York City to here, and I was absolutely nothing. I had no friends, I had no family. I just had now my husband, Dale, which I'm very thankful for, and I had to restart. So I made some amazing, great friends here, especially Annetta, and I restarted. And as soon as I got my permanent residency, it was March 14, 2020. As you guys probably know that date very well, it's the day COVID hit. So as soon as I got a bit of that freedom back to my life, I finally could be that person that I've been striving to be, uh, the pandemic hit. Mm. So I decided that I'm not going to let life stop once again. And I went for it and I opened my dream salon, Bubbles and Blow, in the midst of a pandemic. That's amazing. I mean, for those of you listening, you know, it's pretty phenomenal, Nikki, because not only did you, you opened a business, but you opened a business when here in Ontario... This has essentially been shut down. Yes. Yeah, that has definitely been, um, it's been a wild ride. And I look back to about a year ago when we found this space and I remember walking past it and it said for lease. And I just looked at it and I looked at my husband and I was like, I've never been more sure about anything in my life. I think life is telling me like I need to go for it. This is why yet again, I've been stopped dead in my tracks. And he looked at me and he's like, well, Nikki, you don't even know what you want to have for dinner every night. So let's just do it. And I don't think I would change a thing, even though out of like the whole year, I've only been open seven weeks out of the whole year, but it's, it's been a very eye-opening experience. One of the best experiences. So I'm, I'm thankful. Mm. Well, I mean, Nikki, 
I'm sort of just meeting you here for the first time and, and you're someone in their twenties who yeah. seems like you've pivoted so <laughs> many times and really been willing, you know, there's a, a quote in my book that, um, well, it's a poem and the poem that's in the book is, um, you come, come to the edge. He said, they said, we are afraid come to the edge. He said, they came, he pushed them and they flew. And, you know, I'm curious for you, what is it that has you come to the edge and not just come to the edge, but jump? Oh man. Um, that is a beautiful quote. Let me say first off, um, that almost brought tears to my eyes. It, it, that's so true. I've been brought to the edge. I don't know how many times in my life and it's only ever made me better. And now I look back standing where I'm at. And like you said, I'm 20, I'm 28. So I'm still young, but I feel like I've died several times and came back to life and restarted in my life. I don't know how many times, but there's been some really key incidents in my life. When I was 21, I got in a really bad car accident and it was called in as a fatal and I'm thankful enough, obviously, to be here talking about it. But as soon as that happened, it took me a long time. It took me years to understand why I was so lucky, what made me the lucky one. And I knew in that scenario, like life, this is your chance. You only get one life. I get to restart and I'm going to make it my absolute best. So it made me become better, it made me strive for better. And then as soon as I another scenario got back off my feet from that. And I was ready to chase my dreams. And I've always wanted to move to New York City. I was always in New York every day doing the big, lovely commutes. And then my mom, um, unfortunately, had a massive stroke. So that stopped me at the age of like 23. Mm. Anything I've ever wanted in life was put on hold because that is my best friend. That is who made me me. Mm -hmm. So I stopped that. And then I look at that and I think that was a blessing because if my mom never had that stroke, we wouldn't have never found the brain aneurysms that she had in her head ready to burst. So then she underwent, I think about five surgeries, brain surgeries, and it was a very tough couple of years and it made me who I am. And I got back up and I realized, you know, life, this is once again, a gift. And I'm going to make not only myself proud, but I'm going to make my mom proud. And I'm very lucky she's still here today, the strongest woman I'll ever meet in my life. She is my superhuman mom, my superhero. And that really pushed me to the edge. And then I met Dale. And as soon as I met Dale, in that first scenario, that first second, I looked at him and I just, it made sense. It made sense why I've been thrown to the edge so many times because it prepared me for that exact moment. And it made me do crazy things. I dropped everything in my life and I moved for love because I know what it's like to be sad. I know what it's like to struggle. So yeah, that quote is everything to me. So thank you for reading that quote. <laughs> wow. I mean, wow. There's just a lot to unpack there. I mean, how... Um how phenomenal the way in which you're able to shift the perspective of, you know, the events that have happened in your life. And honestly, Pauline, like that is what you have to do. You can't be negative and you can't feel bad. And you kind of just got to take all that negativity and turn it into that positivity and make it like the fire underneath you to become something so much more. 
Mm. You know, it's it's so interesting because that so resonates with me. You know, for those of you that have been listening to the podcast, you know that I lost my my son's best friend, my sort of my third son to a tragic accident. And and Gail and I, I mean, his mom and I, we, I mean, we see each other every single day and we're constantly like, how are we even functioning? But it's really that, you know, looking at the perspective of, of I mean, how can we not? You know, like if, if you were in a critical car accident that was deemed fatal and you survived, it's, I really, I mean, it's inspiring to see that you are looking to live your best life, like almost a no matter what. Oh, I'm, I'm determined. I especially am so sorry for your loss and your best friend's loss. And I don't think anyone should ever have to watch your child pass away. And when that happened to me, like I did say, it, it took me a very long time to understand why I was the lucky one. And I kind of felt guilty for a very long time and that weighed on me for years. And then I think it just really made me determined to make the best life. And it made me realize that there is something above telling me that there's something in me that maybe I was meant to share with the world. Mm -hmm. And that's the reason why I think about life the way I do. Mm -hmm. It's the reason why you get on an airplane and move to Canada for love. <laughs> yes, I love, I love that. I'll never forget that day. I packed up my little tiny Jetta and I didn't bring anything. I remember I opened up my apartment doors and I just basically had a free like moving sale. Like if anyone needs anything, come get it because I'm moving to Canada and I can't bring it over the border. So the only thing I brought with me was my cat Tootsie. That's my best friend. And I put him in the front seat along with my KitchenAid mixer. And I drove seven hours to Canada and across the border. And there was like, wow, this is different. <laughs> Yeah, it's a little different up here. That's for sure. <laughs> what would you say? I mean, you, you know, Nikki, it's quite inspiring. Even just this, that lifespan of like five years, everything that you've gone through. Yeah. What would you say to your 21-year-old self or your 20-year-old self that you wish you had known? I think first off, my 21-year-old self would be like Canada. Like, no, New York City, Nikki. But uh, I just, I wish I can look back at that girl and just pick up her little broken wings and be like, you know, you got this. This is all part of the journey. And like, as bad as it gets, it's only going to make you better. I look back and I just, I want to hug that girl. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so interesting, you know, because it's, um, but it takes something, it takes a certain character and it takes a certain core value that you have for yourself. And, you know, um, I often say that, you know, because I'm quite religious that God doesn't give us what we can't handle. And, um, but how is it that you yourself have been able to handle it all? Oh, man, I've just always tried to be the most positive I could be. And even though it's gotten really hard, I've always just kept that in the back of my mind. Like if I let myself get down this minute or this day, it's going to be harder to get back up tomorrow. So I just never let myself stop. And I think my mom's always made me stay positive. I had to stay positive for my mom and for my dad and my two brothers and just get through it. And then I met Dale and he 
makes me a better person every single day. So I think it's really about the people you surround yourself with to move on to the next day every day. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I love that. And it's so important, right? Especially nowadays with, um, with COVID here in Ontario and where we're still like, you know, New York's much more open now and Ontario is very closed, but you know, you really have to choose your close circle very wisely. Oh, it's, that's very true. And I always like to surround myself with the best people I can. And it's always the best thing you can do. I look at the group of friends I've made for myself up here and it was hard moving to a new country at 25. I was the girl from New York city that everyone's like, okay. And I just kept trying and I have the best friends. I thought I never ever could have that. I I didn't think I deserved. And they pushed me to be who I am. I opened up a salon in a new country with absolutely no family backing me. And I've been thriving. Mm. Well, I can, I can understand why. I mean, your personality is very inviting and I can understand why you're thriving in the middle of a pandemic. Thank you. Yeah. It's interesting because, you know, often you'll find individuals in their twenties where, you know, I need to do the corporate route. I need to take the corporate job. It's not often that you find individuals that are willing to sort of test the boundaries and get out and start a business on their own. What had you do that? What had you just take the leap? Uh, There was so much. I mean, my husband, first off, he's also an immigrant and he has his own business. So I've always admired him and his family for doing what they're doing. And honestly, the whole immigration process, sitting around for a year being absolutely nothing, like I lost everything that made me me. I couldn't do hair anymore. And I came from being such a well-known hairstylist back home. And everyone looked at me as like Nikki, the hairstylist. And then I moved here and I was no one. I think I was known as the girl on the pink bike because I rode around on the pink bike nonstop. (laughs) That was a, a big deal. And then also the day, like I said, I get my permanent residency COVID hits. And I was just like, I'm not gonna ever work for anyone else ever again. I didn't find anything up here that I wanted to put my energy into. And I just, I knew I had it in me. I knew that's what I wanted. I wanted to share with the world something that I didn't see here yet. So I decided, you know what? Bubbles and Blow is about to be born and watch out Burlington, here I come. I love it. I mean, for those of you that are in the GTA area, you definitely need to check out Nikki and her studio. And we'll make sure that we include all of um, her information in the show notes as well. But it takes something to be that entrepreneur. And, you know, what would you share with those individuals listening that are sort of thinking like they've got an idea and they're just sitting there on that cliff, not sure whether they're going to take the leap or not? Honestly, what's the worst that's going to happen? You fail, you restart. There's always tomorrow. Do it because if someone, you don't do it, someone else is going to do it. And you're still going to be sitting there wondering what if, and that's the worst feeling of all. So I would rather fail in life than not do it. So just get out there and do it because honestly, the better chances you're going to succeed because that's what you want to do. And that's what you love. And that's exactly what I did. I'm just never afraid. Just go for it love that. You know, when we started Parry Canada, I was 29 and I had just wanted to start a business. That's all I wanted to do. I wanted to be an entrepreneur. 
and I'll, I'll never forget. I said to my husband, I'm like, well, what's the worst case scenario? It's like, a, we, we invested in the car. We never got to drive. Yeah. But it's interesting because my 41 year old self is like, what the heck was I thinking? <laughs> like, who was that girl? <laughs> it definitely takes a lot, but I am sitting here right now and I'm like living proof that you can do it. Like if I can do it, anyone can do it. And I'm sitting here in the midst of a pandemic and my salon's only been open for seven weeks out of the whole year. And I've already won three awards for opening my salon just because I did it. So yeah, I love it. What does the future look like for Nikki here and Nikki Gray in Canada with Bubbles and Blow? What do you have on your horizon? Oh man, this is, this is just the beginning. I'm excited to get started. I want to bring, and I already brought it, like a very boutique luxury vibe to Burlington. And I would like to say Bruggles and Blow is that. Um, the next few years, I would love to become an educator in the area and start training and educating different girls on how to do hair and just really sharing my passion for my industry and just keep going. I'd love to have multiple Bubbles and Blow. I love it. Oh, I, I hope so. We have to definitely talk about the franchising model for sure. Oh, that's, yeah, that'll be very exciting one day. <laughs> yeah. And, and what are you doing these days to keep yourself and Dale like occupied? Like what are some of the things that you're up to right now during COVID? Well, Dale is very lucky. He is in the HVAC business. So his company Creature Comforts um, has actually, they, they're always in need. So he's been off to work every day. So once again, I'm back at home, but I never stop learning. That is the number one key. I feel that anything I'm always online taking classes. I'm always getting certified in different things. I just never stop thinking. I've never stopped going to work. I feel during this pandemic because I'm always inventing different things. I'm always thinking what's the next best thing or what can I do better? So every day, there's something to do. It's just if you do it or not. Mm, I love that. I mean, in Pivot, we talk about perspective and it's just so beautiful, Nikki, to see how you're able to reframe your perspective in such a positive light because not everyone is able to do that. And um, it's a, truly a gift. And I think for those of you listening, I mean, Nikki's being quite humble to, to state all of the things that you've overcome in such a short period of time. It's... um. Nothing short of, of amazing, actually. Thank you. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a tenacity that not all of us have. You know, often we, we hit a speed bump and we sit down. We sit down on ourselves. And, you know, I think it's, um, it's beautiful to see someone stand for something instead of falling for everything. Thank but, you. What would you say is your superpower though, Nikki? Like what has you do that? What has you keep jumping out of bed? Oh man. I just want to be the best version of me. I think that's it. I just want, I want to look back at my life and be like, I did that. And I want to make my kids proud. I want my kids to look at me one day. I don't have any kids, but future kids. So I want my kids to look at me one day and be like, wow, not only did mommy immigrate, but she overcame all these obstacles. And like, if I can maybe make an impression on my kids one day, that'd be great. But just to really, to inspire everyone. I just, everyone has it in them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's beautiful. 
I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm evil inspired here. I'm <laughs> listening to you. And, you know, and I just love that, that you're interested in, in just leaving a powerful legacy for your family and your future family. Thank you. For those of you, like I said, in the GTA, definitely check out Nikki. I mean, Nikki, at some point in time, I'd love to unpack, you know, um, more about sort of your experience and, and how you will overcome that. And, you know, I was just thinking, actually, you're giving me such a great idea. I would love to maybe have you and Gail, Gail is Nicholas's mom on a podcast and just really talking about rising high, because that's uh, something clearly that you've done. And um, you clearly have some beautiful angels around you. Yes, that's for sure. I could definitely say that that's the only explanation for why I'm still here and why I'm talking to you today. So yeah, I would love to speak to Gail and I would love to come back on. And this is just the absolute highlight of probably my whole career so far speaking to you. So thank you for having me. Uh, I love it. Thank you so much. And thank you for your, just your humility. And, and like, it's so powerful for those of you listening in your twenties, go get it. Go get it. Don't stop. I love that. Take that leap. There's something that you, you, if you take away anything from this podcast today, like I really hope you take away the power of leaping and leaping with blind faith. So congratulations on all of your success, Nikki. It's well-deserved. Thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) 